Good afternoon. Welcome to our study of the Psalms as we read through a few of the different Psalms from Psalms 1 through 150. Today we are reading Psalm 119. Um, now we won't be reading the whole Psalm. We'll be dividing it into five different sections. Um, we're just going to be reading a couple of, of sections of Psalm 119. We won't be reading the whole thing and all the verses. Psalms 119 is the longest um, Psalm in the book of Psalms, and it's the longest chapter in the Bible. Uh, Psalm 119 has 176 different verses, uh, and Psalm 119 is a uh, an acrostic poem. So we talked about this uh, when we dealt with Psalm 115, I believe, or 112. Yeah, 112 is an acrostic poem, uh, and acrostic poems are basically uh, poems that uh, start with a, a particular letter. Each line starts with a particular letter. So uh, we described it last time, kind of like Mother's Day, where kids might um, write the word mother and then use the first letter of of each, uh, uh, or the first of the, of the letter, so M-O-T-H-E-R, and then maybe write descriptors or a phrase or a sentence or a poem or something. Uh, so an acrostic poem uses a balance of letters and then starts the line with those letters. So Psalm 119 uh, kind of goes through throughout the whole chapter, 176 verses, dividing it into sections of eight verses each. And so each uh, grouping of eight verses basically deals with one particular letter. It, it uses all of the Hebrew um, uh, letters in the alphabet. And so, for example, verses one through eight start with Aleph, which is the letter A in, in Hebrew. And so each of the letters or each of the, the, the sentences or phrasings or lines begins with uh, the Hebrew letter Aleph, and then um, verses 9 through 16, which is what we're reading today, uh, each of the lines will begin with a Hebrew letter Beth or Beit, uh, kind of like the B of, of the Hebrew alphabet. So we're reading Hebrew, um, the, the, letter, the letter Beit, and Psalms 119, verses 9 through 16. Uh, so it's just a few verses, eight verses. We'll be reading, it, reading about it and talking about it and talking about Psalm 119. Uh, and as we read these, these different sections of Psalm 119, uh, we'll notice something that is consistent throughout Psalm 119. And, and this psalm is specific, specifically talking about uh, the law of God. So the whole psalm, all 176 verses, talk about the law of God and, and his statutes, his precepts, his commandments. And so the idea that the psalmist is portraying here is that uh, the law of God is is beautiful. It is lovely. It is uh, wonderful to behold. And you'll see this throughout many of the Psalms, constant um, back and forth about, about observing God's law and how beautiful they are and, and how wonderful they are to observe and the benefits and, and the goodness that comes through observing them. And so the idea is that uh, you'll find an infinite amount of reasons to, to observe God's law all the way from A to Z. Um, that's the idea, obviously. It's not the same letters in the alphabet as in, as in Hebrew and English, but uh, that's the idea from, from Aleph to uh, the very end of the Hebrew alphabet, uh, which is Ta. So from Aleph to Ta, uh, that's God's word is, is found in between all of that. And so we're reading verses 9 through 16 here uh, today. So verse 9 starts with, How can a young man keep his way pure? By living according to your word. I seek you with all my heart. Do not let me stray from your commandments. We'll pause there. Uh, so the first question that is posed by the psalmist is, 
basically the the question is how could a person how could a young man how could someone learn to keep his way pure and the idea of purity that the psalmist portrays is kind of moral purity so how could a person um stay away from sin how could a person uh, refuse to follow in the paths of moral impurity and the psalmist then gives the answer and this is the focus of the whole psalm is by living according to your word and, and the word here in hebrew uh, is the traditional word for word but uh, also kind of conveys the idea of god's word so god's commandments god's laws god's precepts and so verse 10 says i seek you with all of my heart uh, so so something we didn't read but psalm 119 verse 2 says, blessed are they who keep his statutes and who seek him with all of their heart. So the psalmist begins in, in verse 2 by saying that people who seek God with all their heart are blessed. And then in verse 10, he says, I seek you with all my heart. So he's saying, I'm blessed because I've, seeked, I've sought God with all my heart. Uh, but then he says, verse 10, do not let me stray from your commands. Uh, and this is so important, especially for me as I, as I read it, uh, because one of the things that, that I find myself doing, and one of the things that I'm sure many of you can relate to, is that as much as we love to keep God's words in our hearts, we're, we're often prone to stray. We're often prone to making mistakes and, and to sin and doing things that we know we shouldn't be doing. And so the psalmist kind of gets to that as well. He says, I seek you with all my heart. How could a person stray away for, or, or stay away from moral impurity? How can they keep on the path of righteousness? Well, it's by living according to the word of God, by seeking God with all his heart. And then he says, I've sought God with all my heart. It's, it's my deepest desire to love God, to follow his commandments. But... And, he, and the psalmist recognizes in himself a, a propensity or a uh, inclination to, to kind of walk in these paths of moral impurity. So he says, Lord, do not let me stray from your commands. And it's the same prayer that I, that I hope that most of us pray is this idea that, that while we may love God and seek after God, we, we must recognize that in ourselves we have this, this inclination to sin, this inclination to do wrong, to walk in moral impurity. And so we have to have this prayer constantly in our hearts. Do not let me stray from your commands uh, because we have this, unfortunately, sinfulness to ourselves. And, and unfortunately, our sinful hearts is, is prone to, to leading us astray. Psalm 119.10, this psalmist says, Do not let me stray from your commands. Please, God, as much as I love you, as much as I want to keep your law in my heart, I know I am prone to stray. So please help me to stay on the path of purity. Help me to stay on the path of moral uh, righteousness. So verse 11 of Psalm 119 he says, I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. And this idea of, of hiding uh, that the psalmist uses, the word he uses is kind of the idea of keeping secret, keep it, keeping unseen, keeping uh, hidden in his heart. But more specifically, it kind of talks about treasures. Uh, part of the idea that, that this verb also conveys is the idea of hiding a treasure, something that is incredibly precious, something that you don't want lost or stolen or taken from you. Uh, so the psalmist is saying, I have hidden like a treasure in my heart, the word of God, and that I might not sin against you. And this is kind of the solution to the question that he poses in verse 9. How can a young man or a young person keep their way pure? How can they uh, stay away from moral impurity? And it's by hiding God's word in our heart, by meditating on it, by keeping God's commandments in our hearts, keeping it as a treasure, rejoicing in it. And, and we'll read this in verse 14 and verse 16 as well. But we continue verse 12. Praise be to you, O Lord. Teach me your decrees. With my lips I recount all the laws that come from your mouths. Uh, from your mouth. Verse 12, teach me your decrees. This is interesting because uh, he, he kind of goes into this idea of uh, verse 10. He says, I seek you with all my heart. 
And then verse 11, I have hidden your word in my heart. But verse 12 says, teach me your decrees, teach me your laws, teach me your precepts. Is this acknowledgement that as much as he searches, as much as he continues to know God, as much as he uh, pursues righteousness, as much as he pursues God's law, the psalmist again recognizes not just his frailty in morality, but also his frailty in knowledge of God. He recognizes that as much as he might learn and keep God's commandments in his heart, there is still more to learn about God. And so this is kind of one of the beautiful things that at least I find in relationship with God is that the more we learn, the more we find out that there's more to know. Uh, and so we can constantly have this prayer in God, with God, continue to teach me, continue to instruct me, continue to help me walk in your paths of righteousness, because we're really never done knowing God. There's always more to learn. There's always more to know. There's always more to understand. And so the psalmist gets to this in verse 12, teach me your decrees, help me to know you more and more and more fully. And then verse 13, he continues to recount those things. Uh, he continues to tell others. He continues to exhort. Uh, and the idea that the psalmist portrays is that uh, he is he's loving God's law and not just keeping it in his heart, just hidden, even though he has kept it like a treasure, but he is going out and he's he's recounting those. He's teaching others of God's law, trying to show them the treasure that can be found in, in God's commandments. And so verse 14, he says, I rejoice in following your statutes and your laws as one rejoices in great riches. Again, that connects back to verse 11, having hidden the law of God as, as a treasure. And so he says, the law of God is so beautiful. I rejoice in it. And, and the word he chooses for rejoice is exuberant joy. He praises continually. And then he says, I, I, I rejoice exuberantly. I have the highest, utmost happiness in following God's commandments as, this, as one rejoices in great riches. He says, it's the same as finding and, and uncovering a great treasure as, as discovering the law of God and following the law of God. And so verse 15, it says, I meditate on your precepts. I consider your ways. I delight in your decrees. I will not de neglect your word. Uh, one of the things that, that I find uh, beautiful about the law of God is, is that it's so freeing. It's so... Um, so enjoyable to actually follow. I know a lot of people may have ne uh, negative connotations with following God's commandments. I know a lot of people uh, may have been raised in, in strict households or, or however you want to call it. I know I was one of those people. And so it's difficult sometimes to see the beauty of God's law when, when the law becomes all about uh, following it for righteousness or following it uh, because because it's something you have to. But once you uncover that God's law isn't isn't this strict regimen, but rather it is this guideline for freedom, the freedom that you can have in wonderful relationships with other people, the freedom you can have in having relationship with God and loving God and loving others. Once you uncover that the law of God isn't about constraining you or controlling you or keeping you hidden or keeping you down, but you discover that the law of God is about freeing you to love the world and loving people and loving God. It just becomes this, this joy to continually follow God's law. And so that's what the psalmist describes in verses 9 to 16, is this rejoicing, this exuberant joy, this delighting in the decrees, not neglecting his, God's word. Because once we, once we really hide God's word, God's law in our hearts like a treasure, we learn to rejoice in God's law. We learn to rejoice in the freedom that God's, God's law brings. And so I pray that uh, as you read Psalm, as you read through the different portions of Psalm 119, as you read Psalm 9 through 16, that you would learn and learn to love God's commandments, that you would see God's commandments not as a way of controlling you or restricting you or keeping you down, but rather that you would see God's commandments as a rich treasure, a joy to be had, a love and a freedom that frees you to live a life that God has created you to live. And so I just pray that uh, you would come to learn and love God's commandments and 
like like the psalmist says, to rejoice in following his statutes as one rejoices in great riches in verse 14. Uh, but also we're, we're, we're prone to making mistakes. And so let us, let us be humble like Psalm 119 verse 10. Do not let me stray from your commands. And verse 12, teach me your decrees, knowing that we have to have uh, God's law constantly in our hearts. But even when we stray, we can continue to come to God and ask for forgiveness. We can continue to come to God and ask for guidance. And we can come to God and know him truly better and better and continue to know him and, and never end in this searching of, of coming to know God. Uh, So I pray that as you read this, that you would come to love God's commandments and that you would uh, continue to seek God and continue to seek his word and continue to come to know him better as you walk along this journey with God. Uh, So let's pray and let's close Psalm 119 verses 9 through 16. God, we're so incredibly grateful for the commandments that you give us. We're grateful for the law and the statutes, the decrees, these wonderful uh, commandments of freedom these commandments that lead us into loving relationships, not just with you, but with others as well. I pray that we would come to treasure these commandments in our hearts, that we would keep them in our hearts, that we would continually seek to walk walk on paths of righteousness, that we would seek to stay away from moral impurity, that we would seek you and seek your law. And so God, we thank you for Psalm 119 that reminds us of the beauty of your commandments. In your holy and precious name we pray, amen. So join us tomorrow as we read Psalm 119, verses 25 to 32. Uh, This is the Dalith portion of Psalm 119. So join us tomorrow at 12 p.m. here on Facebook Live as we read Psalm 119, verses 25 to 32. Uh, As always, if you had your own take on Psalm 119, 9 to 16, uh, if you found something beautiful as you read the psalm or this portion of the psalm, please feel free to leave it in the comments below. Uh, We'd love to connect with you. And and again, if you have prayer requests, if you have needs, uh, we'd love to hear from you. You can either private message me or leave it in the comments again below. And we'd love to connect with you, pray for you, pray over you, uh, and we'd love to help you in any way we possibly can. Uh, But we hope you have a good rest of your day, a blessed rest of your uh, week and afternoon. And we just pray that you stay safe and take care. Amen.